You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM. Our vet, Pete Weatherburn, is here uh, from Bray Vet on Old Connor. Pete has a website, petethevet.com. You probably see him on TV3 as well, or writing for the local papers or the Daily Telegraph. He's a busy man and he knows his stuff. He's going to talk to us about microchipping in just a second. But first of all, um, this study, I knew this. I didn't think this was a huge breakthrough because I read this, I'm sure, about 15, 20 years ago. about how insects, particularly flies, see things like uh, a series of photographs and they perceive you squatting them with a paper or something in slow motion uh, and they perceive time differently. And this big thing was on the front of the papers. Oh, we've just discovered this, that and the other. Uh, That was discovered ages ago, Pete. But what's happened is Trinity college in Dublin, the biology department, they've been doing some research on um, all sorts of animals, looking at, trying to work out how they perceive time. Obviously, it's very difficult to do this, because even if you could sort of see through the the mind of the animal, which you obviously can't do, how do you know if something's perceiving time passing more quickly than another animal? So if they have a life cycle of um, five minutes, Mm. um, well, presumably their time's very slow because they're having the five minutes. So they don't see it as our five minutes, do they? Well, who knows that? It's all just speculation and it's kind of fun speculating. But what they did was a, a scientific experiment. So they got some hard data. And what, what they actually did is they worked out um, how, how um, the, 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 the flicker rate that animals could recognise. In other words, if they showed a repeated image quickly, um, you know, how... how um, could different animals tell the rate at which it's... Could they, could they, how do I explain this accurately? It's quite complicated. Um, you know there's a flicker rate that you, you can identify the individual images, one, two, three, four, five, six. And once it goes beyond what you can see as separate images, it yeah. becomes a continuous video. Like, uh, I think cinema was 24, 25, 26, around that time a so, second, wasn't yes, it? Yes, yeah. But they, of they, pictures, still pictures. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and so when, when you show a, a flicker rate like that to humans, it looks like continuous... Well, what they were able to do was they were able to do an experiment where they showed different animals different flicker rates and they worked out the stage at which it becomes like a video for an animal compared to individual stills. And by doing that, they worked out that animals with faster metabolic rates, smaller animals, because smaller animals got faster metabolic rates and faster heart rates, that those animals could um, had to have a faster flicker rate for it to become like a video, if you like. So in other words... Um, by doing all that, they worked out that um, the passage of time is much, much slower for f- smaller creatures, whether it's going from a cat down to a rabbit, down to a guinea pig, down to a mouse, down to a housefly. The smaller they are, um, the slower time passes. So that's why smaller animals can react more quickly. So if, a, um, you know, if you try and catch a small creature like a, um, I don't know, a, a wild animal, perhaps it's cornered and you're trying to, 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 to catch it, you'll find that it'll dart away much more quickly than you can move. And that's partly because it moves more quickly, obviously, but also partly because it, it sees everything 
more moving more slowly. So it's the perception so, of time, but we have that as humans, don't we? Like our holidays seem to go very fast, whereas a drudgery job that's boring bureaucracy and work or something goes very slow. I, I think it's a fascinating subject. Or if you go away for a weekend and do some interesting stuff, the weekend seems to, seems like you spent two weeks away sometimes because so much stuff happens. Or the other one that I like is is that um, there's this theory you see that our perception of time is um, basically compares the time past with the whole time you spent in your life. So when you're a child, um, let's say one year is like one-tenth of your life when you're 10 years old. And so it feels like really substantial. Whereas when you're 40, one-tenth of your life is four years. So in other words, when you're 40, four years feels like one year did when you were 10. I like that idea. And that's why... And the duration of the seconds, duration of the minutes, hours, days, etc., weeks, haven't actually changed. It's our perception. Yes, but or maybe they have changed. I mean, that's... Who knows? It's, it's one of those sort of... Inta- it's well, mechanical. Not, well, no, but our perception of time is that it's mechanical and that it's absolute. But maybe it isn't. I mean, it's one of the things that Einstein was all about, wasn't he, about how... Yeah, if you could whiz around uh, at the speed of light or something like that uh, for... 26 years you can return to Earth and it'll be 24 <laughs> years, isn't it? You sort of uh, you slow it down. You had all these theories. But maybe that's so, true, is it? I think, I think it might be an area where, where science, in our, maybe not in our lifetime, but in our children's lifetime, they're going to b- begin to understand more about time and about how you can, how you can maybe manipulate it or get, get the most from it. That seems to what well, Don't we all want to get more time? Isn't that what it's all about? We want more time to do what? Yeah, I don't know what well, to do. You know, to you, watch you more hear, television. Yeah, you hear about people saying, "Well, uh, the dog gets up in the morning and it sits on a particular place, and then in the evening it sits in another place, and it seems to know uh, when things happen in the evening." I mean, it's habitual. They're, they're not really looking at their watch or anything like that. It's it's. But they just they're know. prompted by things. Are if, they? If, if we didn't look at our watches, if we didn't have clocks, we would learn the time by just the light, you know, the position of the sun, um, other things happening, you know, like, uh, I don't know, a milk van going past outside. Um, the yeah. Why does Saturday afternoon and Sunday afternoon and Monday afternoon feel totally different, even though they're afternoons? Well, they, 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 they must do to dogs, because a lot of dogs do know the day of the week. They, 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 they <laughs> owners tell me, and I believe them. <laughs> they do. Monday's different to Tuesday, and, and dogs... Right. We'll do it anyway. Okay, there's the credibility out the door. <laughs> you better try and uh, bring it back to veterinary things. What about microchipping then? Well, this is National Chipping Month. Um, and that doesn't mean that you're taking all your garden refuse down to the local recycling centre to get it put through a shredder. That's not the kind of chipping that we're talking about. What we're talking about is microchipping. And you can find out more about it by going to ncm.ie. Now, what National Chipping Month is about is... Um, people are going to like this. It's about cheap microchipping. Um, at the moment, it's voluntary to have your pet microchipped, but it's going to become compulsory to have your dog microchipped within the next couple of years. The government's currently framing Simon legis- Cosney. Yeah, yeah, he's framing legislation which will make it compulsory. At the moment, about one in three dog owners have their pets microchipped. It's going to go to a hundred percent of dog owners within the next couple of years, and it's going to cost you something to get your dog microchipped. But if you do it this month, what's happened is the manufacturers have pushed out a whole bunch of cheap chips at vets around the country and vets are giving special offers to people so you can get your your pet 
microchip this month for less than half the normal price. Um, and sometimes you can get it done for free. If you go to ncm.ie, you'll see there's a list of what's happening in different areas around the country in terms of good offers on microchips. But basically it's going to cost you less than 20 euro to get your dog microchipped. Oh, you go on a data uh, base and if your, and if put your dog is stolen, somebody has to go wing with a little machine and they know who owns that dog. Is that the basic? What happened? They go wing with a little machine, as you say, but that wing, all that noise does is it brings up a 15-digit number on the, on the screen of the scanner. It doesn't come up with a name or address or phone number. So what you have to do is you have to take the 15-digit number that's on the scanner, put it into a computer on the internet and search a database that comes up then with your number. So the point is not only must your pet be microchipped, but it also has to be correctly registered on this online database. Now, you can check this, that your chip is registered yourself. If you go to that same website, ncm.ie, it'll show you there's a chip checker there, so you can check that your pet's details are correct. Or you can go into your local vet and say, listen, I'm not sure if my pet's microchipped and if it's working still and if it's registered properly. If you go into any vet, they'll happily, at no charge at all, scan your pet for you, confirm the chip number and confirm that it's properly registered. And if it isn't properly registered, it's very easy to bring it up to date and make sure that your current details are on there. Okay. And it's, it's really important that you do. And if you don't do it now, you know, um, you're going to have to do it anyway in the next couple of years and it's going to cost you more later. So it's a good time to do it just now. All right, Pete Weatherburn, the vet, if you want to hear this broadcast again, uh, you can on Pete's website, which is petethevet.com. Thank you, Pete. Thank you, Declan. Perception of time. We really got into <laughs> Einstein as well. That, that, wow, that the level by. of this show is really <laughs> increasing. Okay, thanks for that.